Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Innovation Tech Talks brought to you by Omron, a leader in healthcare technology. I'm your host, Corey Knowles. Today's podcast is going to be an interesting one. Uh, we're going to be chatting with Martin Spate of Gaiman, and uh, they've developed a really innovative gaming platform that you guys might want to check out. We've been chatting with these guys for a couple of years now, I would say, uh, as they've been getting it up and rolling and things have come together. And it's been, it's been really interesting to watch this come along and grow. Uh, Martin's an experienced entrepreneur and business strategy consultant, has over 28 years of experience in sales and marketing. Uh, he's a founder of a specialist online marketing consultancy and has a specific experience working with internet startups, developing systems and processes for planned growth. Martin, how you doing today, man? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Corey. Great to speak again. We've, uh, this has been quite interesting. You've seen us since uh, the early days. So, uh, yeah, it's great to catch up and, uh, you know, talk about the progress. Thank you for inviting me. For sure. It's, it's been neat to watch and watch changes mm. and kind of some new directions and, and getting into other things. So for the listeners, for the, for the uninitiated, yep. can you tell us a little about yourself and a little about gaming and how, sure w- what it is you do? Okay. I mean, from a business point of view, I've, uh, I've been kind of, um, uh, in business for myself for the last 30 plus years. Um, I, I've, I've been in sales and marketing in all angles. I've owned high street retail outlets. I've owned master franchises. Um, I've had a lot of experience in the direct sales and direct marketing world. I started uh, when marketing online kind of started around the year, late 90s, 2000, let's say. I was one of the first people to, to get involved with that. Um, and it was really exciting. It was uh, fun to see exactly um, how the industry has grown into what it is today. Um, so I've been fortunate to live in a, and, and do business in a wonderful time to see innovation and see growth and see tech, yeah, how it's developed in that world and be able to apply that to businesses. Um, also, from a gaming point of view, yeah, we founded gaming now just around four and a bit years ago. Um, I'm a lifelong gamer. Corey, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember in the very early days when Space Invaders came out when I was a kid, I was like 12, 13 years old, um, and I just got hooked, right? I'd, I'd pedal on my BMX a couple of miles, go to the nearest place where there was a, a Space Invaders machine. I used to put my, my 10 pence in the UK, yeah, my 10 pence in the machine and, and yeah. play, me and my buddies. And since then, I don't think I've ever been in my life without, uh, without gaming, um, it's different now, of course, right? What uh, modern day gamers, nothing like we were. It's a big social event now, gaming. I've got I two- had that discussion with my son last night. He there was talking go. about, um, he's playing Elden Ring and he was talking about, right. he just bought this new curved monitor that it's all great. Yeah. And he said, it's so much better. I'm just like, man, you don't know so much better. <laughs> I said, we started out with like, original donkey kong i said, oh, yeah, I said those yeah, weren't even yeah. graphics i said Tetris <laughs> was high in graphics when it came out you know <laughs> uh, well i was there at the beginning with asteroid and galaxia and space invaders and all the early ones pac-man oh and, yeah um, you know i mean i've got two grown-up sons now my eldest is 21 my youngest is 17 so with them i got the beautiful chance to relive gaming again yeah yeah as a dad right with all the yeah. gaming platforms with the playstations and the xbox and whatnot and now they've both got of course gaming rigs and uh yeah and now they're playing wow like you said all the curved <laughs> monitors and uh, the cool chairs and everything so um i've been a lifelong gamer and 
I've seen gamer as I've seen the gaming industry as somebody who plays it, as the father of some children who play it. One of the things I loved about the whole gaming industry was in the lockdown when we were locked down pandemic wise. I mean, my kids are having a blast. Everybody else is totally <laughs> depressed. But they're having a blast. But this is their heaven. (laughs) (laughs) You mean I get to sit and play with my buddies all day and they're connected. It's a complete social event. So Mm -hmm. um, it's wonderful. And I mean, our gaming platform, there's been a few things in the gaming industry that's always kind of the modern day gaming industry, right? A few things that, um, that as a dad paying for all of these things, you know, it's, it's quite expensive, Corey. Yes, yes, it is. Screen <laughs> you just mentioned—that's a, a thousand upwards, right? Yeah. Um, a good gaming rig can cost you. I mean, I, I've just bought one myself. I've just bought a top-of-the-line one for myself, which is being delivered soon, and that's like six thousand dollars. I was going right? to say that's five grand plus. I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, there's no limit on what you can spend, and the built-in obsolescence in the gaming industry means whatever you're buying today in a couple of years. You, going to have to look at maybe upgrading at least some of it right so it's quite expensive that's always been something about the modern day gaming industry um and of course um i've had my 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 sons play certain games you know they were very big on Fortnite for a long time like 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 most everybody right um and we bought all of the in-game well all of the the cosmetic in-game assets that you make, all in-game purchases that you're making in Fortnite, but they're not played anymore. So all of that money is tied up. It's yeah. in there. You can't take it out. Yeah. So yeah. Um, th- those are things that uh, ideally, yeah, wouldn't happen in the ideal gaming world. Yeah. So yeah. What, what happened when we started our business, I- I've got a, one of the co-founders of gaming, um, Calvin, he bought his son a new gaming computer a few years ago. And because he's a complete nerd, he's a complete tech nerd, right? Yeah. Um, blockchain had started and cryptos had started. He was t- kind of researching them and playing around with them. And what he did was he actually started to mine. Yeah. yeah. So he went through all the, all the complex setup of, uh, you know, mining pools and this and that, selecting a coin and wallets and learning how to keep his, his key phrases safe and all this type of thing. And he started to mine and he called me and he said, uh, he said, hey, Martin, listen, I'm making like a dollar in a few hours here just with my son's gaming computer. Now, what's interesting, Corey, is um, I've been in the, you know, advertising online for years. Yeah. And I know if I set up an online campaign for a client, I never get it right first time. Right. Yeah. You've got to test all the elements. You've got to test the yep. image and the ad and the call to action and the headline and the, you know, the landing page and all this type of thing. So I said to him, what are the variables in what you're doing? And we started to play with all these variables, different coins, different moments in time, different prices, different, you know, different mining pools and things. And we turned this dollar a day into $6 a day. And uh, that's when we said, my goodness, everybody with a gaming computer has the capacity, yeah, to be able to pay for some, or maybe all, I don't know, but at least a good part of their gaming costs by using resources they have when they're not using them. Because nobody's got got it on all day. And if you have, you're not using all your resources all day. And that's how it started. That was the the, um, uh, inspiration, if you will, into how we started. Then we started to realize that with with a GPU, you could do a lot of other stuff, you know. Um, We had a friend who um, 
had who worked for um, he had a kind of a, a film crew and they did independent things for the Discovery Channel for the BBC for the History Channel for things like yeah. that uh, UK based and um, he said do you think you could use your GPUs and do some rendering for me okay rendering some of the video stuff right intros outros things like that yeah. we started to do that we played around with rendering way more profitable yeah. And and way more computing intensive. Oh man! I mean, and you look at a, a modern day gaming computer. It's easily the most powerful personal computer ever created. It is They're literally, you know, with the new GPUs that are pending, with the ones we've already got, the powerful, with the new GPUs that are pending, it's like it's unbelievable computing capacity, hardly ever used. And there's 1.5 billion PC gamers globally. Yeah. And when we started to pull these pieces together, we realized this is the largest source of untapped computing power, sat there, distributed computing power, sat there dormant for most of the time. And if somebody could actually, you know, know how to just monetize this, they could actually pay for a significant part or maybe even all of their gaming. Wouldn't or a computer payment for a hotter yeah. machine, or a there you go. So that's mm-hmm. exactly how we started. We 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 took all the, the the technical challenges. We simplified the process. We built a gaming platform that a, a gamer downloads, installs into his computer. It sits in the background. Mine's running now. It doesn't affect anything. It auto regulates what resources it takes, so it never bothers your gaming or your or your podcasts or whatever you happen yeah. to be doing. Yeah, Will it eat up your house bandwidth pretty good? Or, or well, here, here's the thing, right? Um, we we use you know we work with gamers, and and, and um, a gamer he's already got his PC on, so our yeah. our software runs in the background, right? Mm-hmm. So a gamer's already got his computer on, he's already got his screen on, he's already got a big, a big curved screen on, he's already yep. got the fans are going, there's already all these resources being used. So the additional bit that we use is pretty much insignificant. It's like let's say you've got a let's say you've got a bus, right? And there's twenty people on the bus. You've already yeah. got the cost and the degradation of the wheels and the tires and this and that. It's already happening. If another person gets on the bus, there's not real additional. You know, it's like yeah. pretty insignificant. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how our platform works. So right on. What what we do? We we've uh, we've managed to, to to take all of these complex monetization methods, do it all for the gamer. The gamer's computer connects to our network, our monetization network. We scan the hardware, software, and everything that they're using, and then we um, we decide how best to monetize that gamer's computer. Now, here's the other wow. thing that we did: when we produced an alpha version of the of our platform. I live in Spain, in Alicante, mm-hmm. on the Mediterranean coast. And um, we took our uh, alpha version to Madrid Games Week, and we demoed it. Madrid Games Week is the largest Spanish-speaking gaming event in the world. And uh, one of our advisors is one of the co-organizers. So mm-hmm. we did a presentation. We presented it to, well, I don't know how many thousands, but there was a lot of people there, right? Yeah. And people loved it. So we realized that we had like something really potentially special here. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we we actually discovered there was it was the first time we spoke to people when they started talking about NFTs as in-game assets, Corey, right? Yeah. 
And we said, wouldn't it be awesome if we could create in-game assets that were NFTs and you owned them, that the yeah. game didn't own them, but you owned them on a blockchain yeah. wallet, yeah? And wouldn't it be like even more awesome if you could take this NFT and use it in one game and then pull it back to your wallet when you're not playing with it and then go and reskin it and reattribute and reenchantments, yeah, and give it yeah. different different utility and use the same one in a different game, a fully interoperable NFT. Ooh. And so, you've done it. So like a uh, like not a specific sword, but something that becomes a similar weapon when taken to different games exactly. of, of the same exactly. caliber, or, or yeah. it could completely reinvent itself going into a different game, like, like a monster hunter kind of thing. Back yeah. I mean, this is exactly how we looked at it. We, we thought it's not cool that, you, you know, people spend the money and the, 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 the gaming platforms own all that money, own all those in-game assets, you know, yeah. it's just not cool. Yeah. Blockchain provides the technology to be able to do that. So what we did in our gaming platform, we made this whole wish list. What would be the, the, the perfect gaming platform for a gamer? Okay. And we started yeah. to work on it piece by piece. We built out a Minecraft metaverse. We started with Minecraft. but I, And I'm not talking about working with blockchain games that are pretty, you know, they're pretty crummy right now, a blockchain yeah. game. Yeah. But yeah. Not, nobody, you know, we wanted to AAA titles. Okay. The big games. So we started to work with Minecraft. Minecraft's 140 plus million monthly active users. You know, it's much bigger than that. <laughs> no, it doesn't get much bigger. They're, they're one of the big boys, yeah. Um, and the beautiful thing about Minecraft is um, people don't just play. The level of engagement is, in Minecraft is huge because they're building their own world. I mean, they're in there constructing it, yeah? Yeah. Um, so we started to work with Minecraft. We built a metaverse which sits within our gaming platform. It's on our own gaming server, of course. You know, it's a, the Java edition of Minecraft. Um, we hired a bunch of people who work for Google to build this for us. It takes 25 minutes to walk across our metaverse. It's totally colossal. It's huge. It has a coliseum. It has uh, plots for building land. It has um, a theater. You know, it's got a, a town hall. It's got like a, a marketplace area where you can actually open your own market and buy, sell, rent in-game assets within that yes yeah. you know it's it's beautiful yeah and then we connected our blockchain wallet with our minecraft server we've created nfts and you can use the nfts in minecraft the next so step awesome. which we're working on now is gta 5 we oh, specifically wow. picked gta because it's the highest revenue game so that's where people spend the most money so yeah. wouldn't those people like to be able to take what they've spent there and use it in another game? Yeah. So that's well, you know, like in our house, you know, like me for years and now the kids played World of Warcraft where we're dumping in yep. $15 a head per month for, yeah. you know, I played since 07. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's uh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. I, I don't anymore. It's It's been three or four years since I've played it all, but... Yeah, but I mean, it was very much just a game that if you wanted to play it, you had to pay the money, and that's just yeah. how it is. Absolutely. Well, let's take a real quick break here for a fast message from our sponsors at Omron Healthcare. Today's episode of Innovation Tech Talks is brought to you by Omron. Omron is a world leader in technology designed to solve social issues, improve lives, and build a better tomorrow. They serve a range of industries which utilize their technologies to innovate and grow factory automation, healthcare, mobility, and energy management. 
In the industrial automation business, Omron Technology demonstrates the power of machines to unleash human potential, pursuing the ideal in automation, in which people and machines are working together in harmony. Omron provides sensing, control, safety, vision, motion, and robotics technologies for the automotive, food and beverage packaging, semiconductor, electronics, life sciences, and infrastructure industries. For over 80 years, Omron has helped industrial businesses maximize potential by solving problems with creativity. Learn more, go to automation.omron.com. So basically, Corey, that's what we've done. We're taking AAA titles. The next one's, um, we're doing the final testing on our NFTs to, uh, the, you know, to, to be able to put the very same NFTs into Grand Theft Auto. Um, we're developing nice. our marketplace now, which allows peer-to-peer transactions within our platform. So that means that a user can, with the NFTs he's got, which are interoperable in-game assets, yeah, um, he can buy, sell, or rent. So let's say you got a bunch of them, you're not using them for a while. You can rent them, yeah? Uh, out to other players. Exactly. Nice. You know, you don't have to sell them. You can rent them. So you're actually, you fully own your in-game assets now. You fully nice. own the sword and the, the helmet and the, the shield that you purchase. You own them. So, That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Now, here's the cool. Here's the really, really cool bit. The tech we've had to develop for Minecraft meant we already had most of the tech developed for GTA. Now, because the underlying engines that these are running on, yeah, they all have similarities, okay? Uh-huh. It means our next step, is we'll be able to take that same technology and apply it to any Unreal Engine game and then any Unity nice. game. Nice. So what we've developed is, an, is, I'm going to call it an SDK, but it depends on the game. It's a, it's a, you know, a VAR f- f- file for Minecraft, for example, but I'm just going yeah. to call it a, an SDK, okay? For okay. Ease of, ease of explanation. Any game developer can use this SDK and literally in minutes... So if they've developed on, say, Unreal Engine, he can use our SDK and get full blockchain functionality in his own game. That's nice. a token, an in-game token economy, an in-game marketplace, you know, wallets, interoperable NFTs within his own game. And they can set that up when they're building the game then. Takes minutes. And have it just integrated Takes right minutes. off the bat. They, any wow. any um, Minecraft server owner can actually do that now. We also incentivize the Minecraft server owner. We have a referral program. So if the Minecraft server owner actually wants to do that, he's got some monetization automatically in something that he wasn't monetizing unless it was through subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah. He can now, um, he's got his own token economy happening there with, uh, with uh, the full blockchain functionality. But also... Any user that's doing this has to download and, and, and install our platform because the platform has to connect with the server to be able to do it. Yep. Yeah. And he gets 10% of the hash rate of any of his users. So any, nice. we have a built-in referral program. So anybody who downloads and installs our platform, if they refer a friend, they get 10% referral commission. And we've made that happen over three layers of friends. So it can nice. really get quite. It can really get viral. You know, the rewards yeah. can can soon add up. Um, so it's that's where we are with the tech side. I mean, I think the last time we spoke, we were talking as well about um, 
the esports organization that we were yeah. in the process of acquiring, um, which we have now acquired, Gaming Gladiators, G-A-I-M-I-N, Gaming Gladiators. Um, and that's I remember seeing the logos world. and stuff. It was looking good. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. These guys are flying, you know. I mean, we have now, um, I think we've 35 players now, seven teams, Dota 2, our Dota 2 are European champions. They're the top-ranked team in Europe. Um, we've got CSGO, Rocket League, Rainbow Six, Pokemon Unite, Warcraft, and Street Fighter. Got um, a Warcraft our, team, nice. Yeah, our Dota 2 team and our Pokemon Unite team are the, the regional champions as well. They won that in February. Um, they're heading to Stockholm for the big tournaments coming up in Stockholm. Um, our Dota 2 team looks set to play in the um, in the international. Um, we've just signed a top coach for the CS Gold team. Um, nice. I think the, the Rocket League, I think they've already pre-qualified now for the World Cup later in the year. So wow. it, it's they're really competitive. Yeah. So um, do you, you, you know, esports just, I mean, it was like a background thing for quite a few years. Like you yeah. knew it was coming, you knew things yeah. were starting to happen, but it's really exploded. Where do you see, where do you see that in five years, 10 years? I mean, are we going to have channels and uh, is it going to be just like watching baseball? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I watched a tournament three years ago at Madrid Games Week. Yep. Yeah? And I was... Yeah. Blown away. It was the first time I'd actually witnessed live, you know, um, it, it was fantastic. Also, my, my youngest son, he entered uh, the Fortnite tournament there, right? And he got to quite yeah. the advanced stages. So, I mean, I saw it as an excited dad watching my, my son play. Yeah, I saw yeah. it as a neutral fan watching these two pro teams go at each other. The passion amongst the fans is, is extraordinary. Um, I, I, I mean, for example, the international now that our um, Dota 2 team uh, will play later this year, it's got more views than the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah? We're yeah. on target for more than more than a billion impressions of our name, gaming.gg, right? Uh -huh. We're on, on target for more than a billion impressions um, just through the exposure for the live streaming of these games. It's the fan base is incredible. And the sponsors, Corey. We beat Team Liquid just recently, who were the one of the one of the you know one of the huge names, right? Yeah. Um and we had our name there alongside sponsors, Intel, Red Bull, Monster, BMW, Coinbase, that was the the, the crypto names are starting to get in there, FTX are there as well. Crypto.com is starting to get involved everywhere in sponsorship deals as well. Oh, everywhere. Heck, yeah. they bought Staples Center, didn't they? Uh, you know, I, I Where don't know. Where the Lakers play. Formula One here in Europe, <laughs> which is like a super expensive sponsorship deal. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy. So when you see those guys heading into something like this, you know, that they, these are bright guys, right? Yeah. Um, it's a very, very um, important demographic for these people. Because you look at the age group of the gamers, you look at the the the, the spending capability of the gaming. You it's know, the age group that every company is trying to get completely. to buy their products. Everybody, completely. completely, it's the hardest one to grab, and it's 
Yeah, and and I, you know what, I like it because they are very good at recognizing people who are only in it for themselves. Yes. Yeah. That they, yeah. they, I think that's been part of the challenge. I think this is something we mentioned. You know, the kind of like the play to earn games. You know, yeah. there's been, there has been some resistance and some pushback. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, there has. Uh, we mentioned via email, right? And that's yeah. because um, the, there's people who've gone into that space who aren't really interested in the gamer. Yes. They're in it for their token value. They put, you know, a lot of obstacles for the game and maybe the payouts, the minimum payout's too high. It's an, like an unachievable payout. Like it'll take right? you eight months to get to that level to where exactly. you could get $6. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the games are pretty crummy. You know, the games yeah. aren't really cool. Not yet. Maybe they get better. Um, That's my big like, hold off with VR. My big hold yeah. off has always been that I feel like the games are cheesy. I said, when we reach a point where I can put on on some kind of headgear and play Call of Duty, yeah, then I'm down. But yeah. but I don't want it to be worse than mobile gaming. <laughs> you know, no, I and, totally and a lot agree. of those games just feel weak, cheesy, slapped together to make a buck. Correct. Uh, and a lot of them are, right? Yeah. And especially, I mean, when you kind of connect crypto and gaming, there's always that element that somebody's in there to, to, to push their token, right? And that's yeah. something we've we've never, you know, for us, we'll be listing our token in the, in the next, I don't know, maybe a couple of months, let's say, right? But the token yeah. ought to reflect, ought to be a reflection of the health of the business, not yeah. because somebody's kind of artificially pumped it through, let's say, maybe, I'm careful what I'm saying, maybe misleading claims, right? Yes. Um, the, the game has got to come first. There's, that's just the way it has to be, yeah? Yeah. Because these, these are smart guys. And the beautiful thing about, about game, we consider ourselves, although we use blockchain technology to make the NFTs and the functionality work, right? We're a gaming company that utilizes blockchain technology. And the gamer doesn't yeah. know what's happening in the background. He just knows yeah. he's not interested. He just wants to know that he can do all the cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the game has come first. So I know you mentioned that by email, that the resistance to, to kind of P2E. And I think yeah. that's, you know, those are the comments that we've had from some of our users. And this is not exactly what P2E is, right? This is, it, it's almost oh, like totally don't play to earn. <laughs> do nothing and earn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of the opposite of that yeah yeah exactly exactly you don't have to do anything i mean as turn it on speak, go to bed <laughs> yeah, yeah as we speak my you know the spare resources within my computer are actually going and being monetized yeah and um I while mean, you're live work, streaming an interview oh completely it's yeah. uh, when i turn my computer on it also starts in the background it runs invisibly it doesn't annoy me in any way you know, it also regulates yeah. so that it doesn't affect anything I'm doing. Um, the a modern day gaming computer. I'm on a gaming laptop right now. A modern day gaming computer. I mean, th those GPUs are, are built to last ten years. Yeah. Yeah. But let me tell let me tell you something, Corey. Nobody is going to have the same GPU for ten years. Right? No. Ain't going to You're going to be lucky if you have it for. There you go. So uh. any any additional minimal work that it's doing monetizing it doesn't affect there's no it doesn't affect the lifespan That's of the right. gpu at all right so um yeah 
But uh, but that's the thing. We're not play to earn. We do have, interestingly, Cora, we have people who've um, done the play to earn who want to come on board and be test users for us because yeah. it's like a double earning for them. They're doing the play yeah. to earn, but we're running in the background anyway. So so are you still are you still taking on test users or are you now fully live and operational? We, or? we have uh, the product is at MVP right now. Nice. Minimum viable um, product. It's MVP version 1.0. It's fully functional. Everything works. Um, yeah. It's that natural progression in software development. Um, we've, we're onboarding every single day now test users. Yeah. Nice. Um, I need to get on that. I, that sounds fun. <laughs> oh, uh, listen, anybody who wants to just go to gaming.gg, G-A-I-M-I-N.gg, join the whitelist. And then every so often, every, like, uh, every few days, uh, we email the people on the whitelist and see who wants to come on board as a tester, right? Ask nice. them a few questions. Um, we want to make sure that they're going to go and play in the metaverse and use the NFTs and, you know, the testers, yeah. right? We want, we want to – and we're, there's generous rewards and generous NFT bonuses available for anybody who wants to do it. So it's a pretty nice. good time if any of the, your listeners want to. That's cool. Yeah, I've got, I've got a host of friends who I'm certain – <laughs> we'll want to get in on it. So, uh, and, and some of them I've been talking about for the last talking to for the last year and a half, and updating them when I hear from you. So, wonderful. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're excited to start checking it out here soon. Yeah, Do, we're um, excited to be onboarding users now. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got a few nice surprises coming along the way as well. Um, we've employed some. Um, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm not going to give away too much here, but we've employed some UX, UI uh, experts, some nice. really, really expensive guys that, that they're <laughs> incredible, incredibly talented. And the new look that they'll give the software, which will be coming out shortly, it will look like just a million dollars. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it'll look complete tier one software. And it'll look that way for a reason. And it's because those guys are expensive. <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're brilliant. At um, There's so much thought that you don't realize goes behind it into the usability. Yeah? Yeah. Our, our, our development team have to rejig some of the logic behind the software in order to make it all work more, more functionally for the gamer. And yeah. it all makes sense when you see it. These guys are, are, are geniuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're... Uh... Uh, and, and it's such a great field to be in right now. Uh, it's you just got to get people not afraid to take the hard math classes. <laughs> well, I tell you what, right? The when I, And I'm going back to Madrid Games Week here. We went twice. The first time we went, and then a year later we went again. And uh, the growth, Corey, was incredible in numbers. Oh, but also the... Um, university in further education presence to teach people game development as a developer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, all of this appeared in the second time we went and you realize the demand for gaming, the growth for gaming, it's spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just huge. So where do you see, where do you see gaming in five years? The industry the the company the company your project where do you see it what's your long-term vision 
the, our long-term vision is is very is very simple. We solve three colossal problems in the gaming industry. Okay, for the gamer and for the game developer. For the okay. gamer, they've got this extraordinarily powerful gaming computer. Yeah, that they really. I mean, that the, even if they're gaming full power, right? They're using a fraction of the capability. And it's not mm-hmm. on 24 hours. We're saying, dude, you got this extraordinary machine there. Let us do the complicated stuff and just connect to us. Just install our software. We're going to monetize it for you. Okay. Put it to work for you. Yeah. We'll put it to work and we'll give you some rewards, you know, that you can go and spend and help pay for your gaming or maybe even pay for your gaming or maybe even way more paying for your gaming yeah. and much more. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. So we solve that issue. We say, you know, all them in-game assets that you're going to buy. Don't buy them and leave them on another platform, okay? Yeah. Buy them, stick it on your blockchain wallet, and own them. They're yeah. yours, yeah? And use them. We solve those two problems, yeah? The ability to then rent them out. Game developer, the, uh-huh. the indie game developer. I'm not talking about, like, a, you know, a, a, one, of the, one of the colossal game developers who's got the money to do everything they want to do. But the indie game developer, we say to him, hey, Mr. Game Developer, you want to be able to do this with your games? There's an SDK, 10 minutes, and you can go and do that for all your users. Wow. So, I mean, I really think that um, the way the industry is heading, I, I, I think that as a company, we potentially, um, because we can offer so much to the gamer, I think we, we've got an extraordinary amount of potential. Yeah. Um, and simply because everybody wins, right? The work, it's win-win-win. The gamer wins, okay? The game developer wins. The yeah. beneficiary of the computing resources that we put to work wins. So let's say we're doing blockchain computations. Well, blockchain and cryptos don't exist without those computations verifying and validating and confirming transactions. So it's a yeah. win for them. We've spoken to a, a reasonably large um, film studio who's a division of a very large film studio in London, and we did a test on rendering for them. And wow. the, the, big, um, the big factor for them is to be able to render um, some of their reels, render some of the, their videos, and offer protection, okay? So it doesn't end up on the pirate bay or whatever. Yeah. So you know, some we, people don't understand the amount of computing it takes to render 3D, like a Pixar movie, for God's sakes. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, Avatar, one machine it would take it years. <laughs> Avatar was the um, the the when we was reading it at the time. Avatar, the Avatar one, I think they're working on Avatar two right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Avatar one used forty thousand GPUs, right, to, to be able to so crazy to do the the rendering work. Um, now we're looking at onboarding like maybe up to a million users in our first year. So look at the computational power that yeah. we'll soon be be able to offer. And we yeah. developed a tech that can take a film studio's rendering needs. Yeah, it can explode it into tiny files so that nobody has anything more than like a, a, a tiny piece, encrypt it. We can go and spread that to our users, distribute it globally, render these tiny pieces, implode and reassemble, 
hand it back to the film studio with a private key so they're the owners who can, who can unlock it. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so, like, it's win, win, win. You know, yeah. the beneficiary of the computing resources wins. The gamer wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think because we're just using pretty much like Uber did, yeah, they're using a resource that somebody had that they wasn't, they weren't fully using. Mm-hmm. So the the the, you, the 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 person who wanted a ride got a better option than maybe you know, or at least a further option to for a yeah. ride than a taxi. You know that the owner of the car w- w- wins, the user wins, the company wins. Yeah, everybody wins. Yeah, and and it's pretty much the same the same dynamic. So when you ask where will we be in a few years, there's 1.5 billion PC gamers. The demand for computational resources goes up every single day. Every yeah. single day, we're more digitalized. Yeah, and it's not going to get smaller it's at any point in the future. No. So the demand is growing. The supply of computational power through the gaming world is growing. Yeah, and we're sat right in the middle of what may be the largest growing supply and largest growing demand, or at least yeah. one of them in the world today. And, and your job is to make middle. that connection. Yeah. Yeah. And the game is wow. the, the ultimate beneficiary is the gamer. They win yeah. more than anybody. Well, Martin, where can people find out more and go to sign up and jump on this platform, man? Well, well if anybody wants to, um, to take, to become a tester where, you know, we've got MVP fully functional. Um, you can go to gaming.gg. So that's G A I M I N. The AI is for the, the, we use a little bit of AI in our platform. Yeah, um, gaming.gg. That's where you can go and, uh, and and join the whitelist to download the platform, become a tester. Anybody nice. who's interested, maybe in our token, which we'll be releasing soon, you can go to nice. gaming g a i m i n dot i o and mm-hmm. learn about you know the the features or of uh, the the base level technology for game developers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can learn all about our token. You can see our team. We're forty strong as a team now. You know. Um, learn a little bit about the company, the wow. background and everything that we've done there. And anybody who uh, wants to follow an esports organization or any of our teams, yeah, and have fun watching them, you can go to gaminggladiators.gg. That's G-A-I-M-I-N, gladiators.gg. That's the name of, uh, of our esports organization and follow our teams. Yeah, check them out, guys. Martin, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to join us. It's been a fun chat, and it's been fun to watch you guys grow, and I I can't wait to see where this lands a few more years down the road and and be able to look back again and and compare them. It's very exciting, Corey. It it, it really is. It's wonderful, and thank you for the invite. Great to touch base again. Um, Every time we touch base, you know, it's been really exciting. There's, there's, what there's, there's major developments all the time. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. love when I see you in my inbox because it means something cool's happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, please make sure to follow Innovation Tech Talks on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places you get your podcast. You can also check them out on YouTube. Uh, if you're out where magazines are, grab a copy of Innovation in Tech today. We love to have you as part of our readership. Thanks for watching. Thanks again to Amron for sponsoring the podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for watching, guys.